Austin Laney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hi, sis. Hey, Ron. <laughs> I love how we act in like we didn't have a whole conversation before this. It's funny because like the only thing like we don't ever plan out an intro. So it's really just whatever we decide to say before the news, but it also feels weird to just be like uh Trappy's playing in the background, so in news this week. Yeah, that I don't think that would ever like, happen. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's happened since like, episode right one. To business. Right to defeat right. the Huns. Could you imagine a freaking like a what? Huh? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, but, um, from from Mulan. Let's get down to business. Oh, you I set it up. I just that's over my head. You ain't seen Mulan. You did not I see Mulan. I probably have, but I'm I'm pre- I'm like ninety nine percent sure I've seen Mulan. But when was the last time I seen Mulan? Like literally, couldn't tell you. Yeah, I feel you on that. Not on my mind, but I've been saying for years that y'all should. You need to freaking uh, if you want to rob something, rob a violin shop. I mean, you can't sell them here <laughs> because people are gonna right. know they used to. But if you can get them over meanwhile, the border, when somebody, <laughs> meanwhile, somebody, uh, they get caught now in their statement. They're like, "Well, Katie Brown, so classically <laughs> black." Now we both in a jail cell. I'm, now I'm an accomplice. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I uploaded the episode. If I go to jail from that, that'll be no one will be surprised because you know. Never mind. I ain't going to we, we just started. What, what you in for? Oh uh, well, on my podcast, right? <laughs> that is such so a black thing to go to jail for. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, let's get into <laughs> it. So, um. The podcast was almost anyway, over. I'm gonna spit my water on my computer, so it'll been over. Three minute episode, um, like y'all wanted. <laughs> uh, a man robbed Fane Violin Shop in St. Paul, Minnesota. Shout out to Garrett. This is a terrible thing to shout him out on. But I want to say, like, um, what? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't have did that. Um, um, BSL Orchestra shuts down. Shout out to Jonathan. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell the story. Okay, okay. I quit. I quit. I quit. Go ahead. Um, He also assaulted a sales assistant in the process with pepper spray before stealing four valuable violins. Um. Unfortunately, he was caught on camera. So, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know why you thought it's um, not eighteen seventy three. Right? <laughs> what? Um, he assaulted a seventeen year old female employee um, with pepper spray. Which? Why would you do that? Like, first of all, she's not gonna and fight you. Know you. What the, and you know, when I saw when I saw this story, um. <laughs> It reminded me of the SNL sketch that just came out. I was telling you about this, and I can't explain <laughs> it as funny as it actually is. But basically, it's like two white news anchors, two black ones, and they're telling the story about like what's going on. They're like, "Oh, a robbery at the gas station." Blah blah blah. They're looking for a white male, and then the black people are like, "Yes," <laughs> <laughs> because they're like, "Thank God it ain't one of us." 
Right. He's one of us this time. He black? It's one of us. Yeah, he's black. And caught on video. So, right. I was like, come on. Come on, brother. What are you doing? They already talking about, first of all, they already suspicious of you coming in the violin shop. They're like, what he doing in here? He ain't playing no nothing, nothing. And now, right now, thanks to you, I can get my bow rehaired in peace. (laughs) Right. Now they asking me, where do, and where did you get this again? And can I see the authenticity papers? Right. Now I got (laughs) to bring my, bring my freaking, uh, authenticity paper out of my case every time I go in there. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, so that was unfortunate, mm. and I know I don't. I've never been pepper sprayed, but I know people who have. Yeah, she's gonna think it's And I just hope I never have to go through that. Yeah, I hope I never have to go through that. So I hope they get the violins back. Um, unfortunately, he's black, so he'll probably be in jail for the rest of his life over this. I'm like, he can at um, least three life sentences, right? Because and also this is grand theft. Oh yeah, they gonna to the because, fullest extent of the yeah, law. Yeah. Oh, so well. because um the like if it, the value is over a certain amount and it's definitely over a certain amount you stole four violins dude like but which so one he take like the one at the shop the one at the front that be hanging up or like he went in the back in the vault well in this picture they have a picture of the surveillance and in the picture sh- it shows him his full face my dude come yeah, on you freaking mad you couldn't you even get over the walgreens and get you a you- stocking you might as well have been wearing a name tag like (laughs) (laughs) come on like i mean this is like from the top of his head to like his kneecaps like just full frontal picture of you like yeah what else um but it looks like she has a violin on the counter like they're speaking and she might be showing him something so so i think maybe he might have he might have snagged you know one that they might keep away but yeah. you should do better I research hope. because th- that shop down in new mexico where they got the vault with the stradivarius in there okay and i should have done more research <laughs> um i'm never one to to wish uh encounter with law enforcement on a black person so i'm gonna keep my mouth shut about how i hope this ends <laughs> um, i mean you got you got a black man with a violin or four violin what, what are you gonna do with them i mean and they're looking for you you must leave the state you have no choice um yeah so whew, July. wow really you said terrible news and wow you really outdid yourself uh, okay not outdid myself are we done can we move on <laughs> now yeah. i am overwhelmed okay um <laughs> and good news the harlem school of the arts just uh received a multi-million dollar gift from the herb albert foundation yeah i saw that what, what? um it's uh the purpose of the gift is to make music more accessible to children and families in Harlem um and it's going to benefit music uh uh programs in music dance theater and visual arts come on multi-million dollar gift classically black podcast is also accepting multi-million dollar gifts or multi-hundred dollar gifts whatever you want to whatever's on your heart right or singles or anything okay (laughs) <laughs> where you collect the singles at meanwhile let's not get down with how you was getting down yesterday so i was getting down no way i was getting down to work and then getting down to home <laughs> getting out who's at home with my mother and my brother and my father and my dog and who else 
And that's it. Hmm. So you oh, say. my FBI agent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we next <laughs> after this dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, and lastly, some more good news um, that apparently uh, flute sales have boosted thanks to Lizzo. Oh, look at all um, that sacrilegious junk that she was doing up there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew you That's crazy. Wow. What a concept. <laughs> Black people playing instruments inspires more um, people to buy instruments. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Who would have thunk? Um, flutists and musical instrument stores have noticed an uptick in flute sales and um, inquiries for beginner lessons in the recent months. Um, the Flute Center of New York, which is the largest flute specialty store in North America, it, uh, they sell more than 2,500 flutes every year. But they said that okay. their flute sales are 30% higher than in all of 2018. And the year ain't even, a, ain't even up yet. See? And there's going to be girls all around the country doing that little trail thing that she was doing. Right. Anyway, they probably just want to learn how to do say. that. <laughs> True. But you know what? That's fine. I'm cool with that exactly because what we fail to remember sometimes like as people who do this as a profession and like you must be perfect is that sometimes people do things for fun so yeah that's a, uh, I would love to do viola never mind I have fun when I <laughs> I have so much fun right mm-hmm. yep all right that is it for news this week period we doing good are we Oh yeah, let's go. Got game. Okay, so this weekend intermission, we're playing a little. We're doing a little activity called Slept On, and I thought (laughs) Sophia has been inspiring me to say all my letters. Okay, I'm telling you, care every letter she say. Oh, and I saw a comment one time, and someone was like, "I'm autistic, and like your videos are really like good for me because you speak with very clearly." And I'm like, don't listen to the classic black podcast, girl, because you got to take what you can get. Right. <laughs> Ain't no. Who has ever heard of the suffix ing on this podcast? <laughs> no, we ain't even use it. And we just be combining <laughs> words. <laughs> right. So. You text me one time, you was like, yeeny. I was like, not yeeny. <laughs> oh, like, that means. Do that. <laughs> oh, for those who don't know. Th- Yeeny means you didn't even, but she just wrote. <laughs> Cause some people might not know, you didn't even, but she was like yeeny, and I, I don't know. <laughs> Such a mess. I was like, wow, don't listen to the show, girl, because you will be lost from the onset, especially coming from my end. Okay, so we're gonna play an activity called Slept On, where we're gonna talk about a composer that we think is slept on. And a piece that we think is slept on. So real short and sweet this week. We just um, keep it pushing on today. So Delaney, give me a composer that you think is slept on. And if you can, mention like a piece um, that you think that, that that composer wrote that is slept on. Doesn't have to be connected to the piece that we'll do later on. Okay. Um, so my composer that I picked, I was slept on is Schubert. Um, really? And you think will be slept on? Okay, so that's the thing. Like, he's not. He's not like. Uh, 
<laughs> someone that don't nobody know Schubert and don't nobody care about him. Like, obviously, he's a prominent composer and, like, a very mm-hmm. famous one. But I do think that even, like, me, like, a lot of Schubert's stuff is just, like, pleasant to listen to. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, you know, it's just nice. But, like, you also think of him as a composer. Well, I, I guess this is, um, let me speak only for myself, that, like, when you think of a composer that got the juice, you know, yeah, you like, a, like a Mahler, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so that's why I picked him. But I feel like there's certain like he has his moments where you like now hold up, should we will be what you doing? You know, <laughs> should we will be steps <laughs> out? Okay, especially on that unfinished symphony. Period. Like he freaking like, did that. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, like every now and then he be showing his true colors. I'm like now hold up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he be putting his good wig on sometimes. Oh, okay. All right. So never mind. Thanks and you know what? Back podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what lace? But you know what? Delaney was problem. You know what? I'm actually really proud of that because they was it when they still wearing wings back then? Or they ain't with Mozart. He probably know. did have him a lace. I don't know. He probably did have him a lace front. Look at a picture of him. A lace front though. <laughs> You don't know what kind of materials they be using. Should probably cat skin. Right, I was about to say, yeah, skin front. (laughs) (laughs) But you, you tired? You ready? You ready to end it because of me? A a tree. They using tree bark. Okay, a bark front. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I forgot how cute Schubert was with his little face. Oh my gosh! Here we go. But some people be doing, doing him dirty. You doing your composer? This drawing did him so dirty. He looked like a caricature of himself. Why he so chubby right here? We can't see what you looking at. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm like, so when is she moving on from this? Nobody. Knows okay, what you're my bad. About. Oh, my bad. Okay, uh, my bad. Okay, so composer that I said was slept on was Duke Ellington, and we kind of mentioned him last week, but like, yo. He was like, I was about to say, here you go. What'd you say? No, I was about to be like, hey, Dookie Wookie. But I was like, that's not a good name. Oh my God. <laughs> you should have held that. <laughs> should have held that. Um, mad respect for him, though. Okay, Dookie Bookie. <laughs> okay, Doodle Head. Mad respect, though. Okay, okay. I did say all that. Okay, um, he's a black composer, of course, and like I think people because he's a jazz composer, like people kind of just like assume that that's all he could do. His stuff is really like jazz influenced, of course, because like, right. But he he wrote symphonies and junk, and like wrote this like piano concerto thing. Like we should really dive into him one day. Like he he has a lot going on. Um, one of my favorite things that he wrote. I don't know if it's a, if it's a standard. I don't really know jazz talk. So I'm gonna have to teach me one day. But um, I don't know if it's yeah, a standard. I don't know what y'all doing over there. Literally, like <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it's called in a sentimental mood. Oh my god, that junk is so pretty. Who are you in a sentimental um, mood with? I should be asking you that. I don't see why. <laughs> I don't see why you asking me. Um, and my little brown book are two of my favorite. Uh. Duke Ellington songs. Okay, what's a piece that you think is slept on? Um, so my piece, I picked one by Schubert. Um, and 
it's specifically the third movement, um, which is the scherzo, um, of his ninth symphony. It goes like it's sometimes an excerpt for us, um, but it's not one that I've played, and I've never played the symphony either. But I remember hearing it, and I was like, "What?" Like I wasn't even expecting all of that from him. Um, it's just like it's a scherzo allegro vivace. It's like super like. I don't know. It got it got attitude. I'm gonna play a little bit so that y'all can hear it. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm not familiar. Okay, press it on. Okay, I just want to give an honorable mention. Like that's not my favorite part of the movement, um, because there's a particular bass excerpt. But if you want to play a little, find the needle in a haystack, go over to Joseph Conyers' Instagram because he has a video of it, which I'll probably link if I remember to on this episode because I just be listening to that on repeat, honestly. Because of him playing it, it's just yes, it's just so freaking good. <laughs> like, Listen, like I just, knew we like, shot him out of. I'm just talking about like just I mean we all know he I've talked about it before like just the sound if I sound like that you could not pry that bass out of my hands but also just like the way Schubert uh writes it like just the I'm literally a music student how come I'm not like like harmonically where the phrase goes it's just like that type mm-hmm. that give you all like <clears throat> them goosebumps it's just I love it so I know we shot Joseph up a lot but like <laughs> I mean, because yeah. she deserves. I mean, if I could play like that, like honestly, you wouldn't be able to talk to me. Actually, you wouldn't. Right. There's nothing you could really say to me. Like right. you wouldn't be able to say anything to me. Right. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm being frank. He he played a um, he played an excerpt from <clears throat> Brahms two, and I was okay, like, here you go. I was like, do not make me like this symphony. Like <laughs> it was so beautiful but i did say i was gonna stop trashing brahms because the more i trash that symphony it it has been on every single excerpt list that i'm that i'm preparing for every 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 single one i feel like i've brought that to myself in the universe so brahms is the best symphony in the world it's the best ever written brahms no one has did it like that ever since best thing ever Okay, I'm about to contradict myself, but my piece that I think is slept on significantly, like, I want you girls to lean in. This piece is so slept on. It is Sibelius's first symphony. I've said it before, probably, but this symphony, it's so good. Like, it's, and it's not too long because some of you girls be writing a whole bunch of stuff for a long, periodically time, okay? It's okay, not a periodically time. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> the symphony is a perfect length. It's about 40, 45 minutes. 
It is gorgeous. It is thematic. Also, I will go to my, I will freaking fight somebody for the second movement. Oh, okay. This is the most beautiful. Someone tell me otherwise. I want you to. This is the most beautiful second movement ever written. Period. I'm play it for you. Listen, a lot of people say shoot uh Sibelius two. Some people say Sibelius five. I am confusion. I don't understand what the okay. what is the honestly like I would debate anybody. That is the most beautiful like the symphonies is amazing. And I heard the Berlin Phil play it and I mean I had to stop myself from singing along. Like I'm i I'm engaged the entire like, I'm, we have to move oh, on. Man, you went to your future employers. <coughs> hurt them yep and i yep and i met with the the head custodian and they said that they had an opening for me as soon as i learned how to speak german and this is you freaking suck you set that up for me the head custodian (laughs) (laughs) i have no interest in doing this podcast any longer (laughs) i don't know why yeah okay Okay, so I'm going to uh, ask you guys this on Instagram. I love when y'all participate. Um, oh, I have to post the one from last time. I'll do that tomorrow. Um, some of y'all, y'all are just so petty. It is so fun. Um, okay, I'm ready to move on. All right. Okay, so the other day, I was talking with one of my trifling students. <clears throat> and I, I made a reference to a song that came out. I don't even know when it came out. Maybe... 2015 i literally am sitting in front of a computer but i was teaching about um how for viola especially because it's so big that you have to the elbow rotates underneath the instrument so you can go from the c string to the a string and that you have to keep your wrist straight and it's like a as you not only is the elbow rotating under the instrument but as you move from c to a the hand kind of opens up like it's a light bulb. I don't know how to explain it. People, you also know what I'm talking about. So you don't. Pedagogue. Anyway, so that you don't have to, like like a light bulb. Like you're twisting a light bulb so that you don't have to, because students like do this like thing where they, <laughs> I don't know what, like they knock on the door. I don't know what it looks like. It's freaking crazy. Um, <clears throat> because they're trying to get to the A string from the D string. And I'm like, girl, you could just open up your wrist. So I, was, I said to my student, I'm like, see, look at the flick of the wrist. I'm like, you remember that song? 
and she was like oh miss brown that song is old and like every time i hear that phrase like every time i hear that phrase i use the same song to teach vibrato look at the flick of the wrist (laughs) you'll get that one tomorrow um every time i hear that phrase i'll be like girl my whole career is old music like the whole thing like this you cannot tell me a song is old because i'm just like okay and when was walton written <laughs> better yet when was my box suite written <laughs> like i that be, <laughs> or like I'll, I'll sing something to like my friend nikki and she'll be like girl that's not old and i'll be like okay girl it's all this excerpt okay. i gotta learn like everything is like right oh but imagine you go to an audition and y'all ask for this extra do that's old like <laughs> oh why y'all asking for medicine when he died mad old <laughs> Right. Meanwhile, they're gonna be like, "All right," and they give you some crazy new music junk where you gotta stand on your head and spin around. And right now, I gotta like, crisscross well. my strings on my on my instrument so it gets that metallic sound. I gotta turn my bow upside down and wrap the hair right. around it. And you yeah, play that top off. <laughs> then you gotta use your sound post as a bow. And so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So actually, I, I'll stick with the old music. I, I will. <laughs> but um. <laughs> I don't know what was your experience, but like I remember like being in middle school, high school, and you'll sing something and it'll be like that song old, and I'm just like, so it's not good anymore. It's like y'all just threw it away. So right. Um. After talking with my student, like the kind of like made me get the idea of like what are some old songs that slap that you still listen to and Delaney kind of inspired this because I was in LA last week and we we were driving somewhere and she was singing confessions like it came out yesterday like like it dropped at midnight like that Usher's one of my favorite it. albums of all time because every freaking song on confessions is a bop like every I was single one looking at her like I mean do your thing girl but this song is old like that's what I- i remember thinking that (laughs) like um so and then we're gonna pair these not they're not a direct pair like a a lot of times will be like shoe where it sounds like beyonce here it's not that kind of thing this time it's it's merely like what are some old um pieces as well since every every piece is old (laughs) but what are some pieces that are also bops and we're for this iteration of it, we're not going to call it a series because let's be honest, we have like 47 series that we have to wrap up. So this is not a series. We may come back, <laughs> but this is not a series. Right. Um, but for this particular iteration, we're talking about Baroque period pieces specifically. So let's start with the old songs in quotations. Um, give me one of your old songs. Okay. Well, before I get, before I go there, I just want to say like how you were saying, you didn't know my experience with it but like some people be like oh that's old you know why you listen to that i feel like my version of that because i listen like i've definitely heard people say that before but my version of that that i've gotten more often because i like a lot of oldies and stuff is like when you singing along to something that your parents and your grandma singing in the car and they be like what you know about this like does that happen to you okay that doesn't happen to me okay actually you know what Cause it's gospel, but you know what? I just yeah. I, the minute I said it, I remember the experience I had with my uncle over the summer. So he asked me to take me take him somewhere. So and I had like Buju Bantam playing when I picked him up, and he got in the car. He was grinning from ear to ear because he knows I listen to like classical, so he has no interest. And um, <laughs> okay, 
he, he knows I listen to classical gospel and like he might know that I'm a little ratchet I don't know so um but when I picked him up and I had Buju Bantam playing he was like ear to ear he was like men of a new say listen to this and he was like what do you know about this so like yes I have had the but Buju Bantam's not even old like champion came out early 2000s like I was alive <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like I know sorry I didn't mean to play it I'm gonna look it up but um yeah, so I did have that experience with him. But with my mom and my grandma, not so much because, like, they kind of expect me. Like, my grandma likes a lot of hymns. And if I know a hymn, like, she'll just start singing along with me. She won't be like, what you know about God, you know? So it's like, <laughs> uh, hopefully something. <laughs> but, yeah, I've heard people, I've heard the blacks have had that experience. Yes. Okay. All right, so um the first song that i'm gonna put first of all is something that every woman should know i'm not even gonna say the name of it because y'all gonna know immediately what i'm talking about but um yeah i'll say the the artist in the uh year and the year after because wildly famous literally who on the face of the earth don't know this song oh lord i'm not gonna know it Oh. You're such so an old head. <laughs> Period. okay <laughs> because <I don't>, no <laughs> because i just feel like everyone like i feel like so many so many people be getting embarrassed out here by the quote-unquote lovers or yeah others or whatever y'all be calling these dudes these days mm. um awards so i just point. feel like that's like an anthem every freaking woman needs to know you must respect me like you must um but yeah obviously that's respect by aretha franklin it came out in 1967 literally my mom was one so okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite the oldie um but also like a lot of Aretha's stuff has been, um, like, I, of course I knew, like, a lot of her big songs, like, Say a Little Prayer and all that kind of stuff, um, but I played her, like, I played a Aretha Franklin suite over the summer, which was a tribute to her for, like, full orchestra and jazz band and some singers, so, like, I've started, I've been listening to more Aretha's uh, music lately, mm-hmm. so that's why I was like, oh, yeah, I literally must, like, when she hit that r-e-s-p-c-t like listen my voice cracked but whatever it's okay girl um meanwhile i don't be saying nothing when my freaking strings be squeaking and intonation all right so please questionable at best okay so um i was leaving um our place of employment um and i there, I guess there's like a dance group. I don't know what they're doing. Major it. Um, and they were warming up. And I heard this song. And I was like, I forgot how freaking good this song was. So I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. 
girl. I know all the words of the song. <laughs> What's more special than you? You feel me? It's only let's get lost. You don't need to call into work because you're the boss. For real, want you to show me how you feel. I consider myself lucky. That's a big deal. Why? Well, you got the key to my heart, but you ain't gon' get it. I'd rather you open up my body and show me secrets. You didn't know what's inside, no key for me to lie. It's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong, it won't fit. It's too much, it's too tough. He talk like this, cause he can back it up. He got a big ego. Girl. Listen. Some people may not know this, but I i mean, I used to listen to a lot of Trey songs, and Trey songs has a remix of Ego called I Got a Big You Know. Oh, of course he does. Right. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's my jam. I'm not going to lie. So, y'all should listen to it. Uh, this was from Beyonce's uh, I Am Sasha Fierce album that came out in 2008. And I was trying to figure out, like, I've literally had it on, re- I've had it on repeat since I heard it on Thursday. And I'm trying, oh, that was yesterday. Um, <laughs> okay. But I've had it on repeat since yesterday. I'm trying to figure out, like, why do I like this song so much? This junk is fully orchestrated. Have you realized that? Like, you have to go back and listen to it. Like, strings, no. it is fully orchestrated. It's so good. I was like, bro. Okay. What's your next one? So I wouldn't be Delaney. Here you go. I didn't add some Stevie Wonder into it. You wouldn't. <laughs> okay. That I didn't mean that. That's not supposed to come out the way it, yeah. it came out. Um, like I, I agree. I will be. I will be surprised. This is a song that I have made. Like I've said this before. This is the only song that has ever made me think of my wedding day. Hmm. Tell like, us more. Ever. Because that's not really something that I've ever thought of. Like, every little girl plans her wedding day. Like, I've literally never thought about getting married. And except for when I hear this song, I'm like, oh, girl, this we got color sequences picked dance. out. What? I said, we got color sequences. We got color. We got rose. Um, what's it called? Flower selections. We, we got. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, when you get married, when you get married in a couple years. Okay. So let's. Right there on the front. Let's play the song okay um so this <laughs> is um this would definitely be my first dance um this is and nobody else's opinion matters sorry you can marry someone else um <laughs> period right um you can choose our second dance um okay so this is overjoyed by stevie wonder on uh from his album in square circle it came out in 1985 Gone much too far for you now to say. 
I just like a lot of the like the lyrics. I'm like, okay, I really might could have a heart somewhere that's not dedicated okay. to my um my dog or my nephew. Like, there's a part where he says like um um like something about dreams. Um, he didn't know the dreams could come true. Um, uh, or like he knows now that dreams can come true. For my dreams came true when I looked at you. Like, what? Could you imagine? So, if someone said that to me, that's so sweet. Right. I mean, I wouldn't want nobody to say that to my face because I'd be like, "You weird." But okay, that um. is so nice. <laughs> I like stuff. Like it that, is, I, and I like it in the song. That's why, I like, I'm like low key. That could be my first dance. Can't wait. wait, y'all. Better mark mark down the timestamp on this because it's the only time I'm gonna ever say something like that. <laughs> yeah, for now, so she booed up and she all. Man, mm. we gonna see. Okay. Um, think back, summer 2015, the best beef in history. Back to back by Drake. Um, if you're hearing me say it this way, that means that it was too explicit to put into um the show. However, um, this is like the biggest beef probably of our lifetime so far was this him and mick mill yes what a time to be oh, alive okay, that was crazy i don't even i don't even know what that was about um i've never I, heard that song before <laughs> i think okay this is what happened <laughs> this is what i remember so meek mill had basically had said something about drake something like that and then <laughs> he dropped like a diss record and um drake dropped the track called hold on let me pull it up it was such a it was a crazy time and it was like it was like right on the time where like the shade room and stuff so like people were keeping up okay so then he um he dropped the record called charged up the diss track called charged up about meek mill talking about how he donated to his like um meek mills like uh what's it call it um foundations and stuff and then meek mill said something again and then he dropped back to back and back to back went like number one for a couple days or a couple weeks and like it was nominated for an award he ain't win though because that would have been so wrong um and uh oh my god there's a line in back to back which is so crazy it's like you love her then you, this is when he was she, he was in Nicki minaj what an L for him. And um Okay. <laughs> and there's a line that says, You love her, then you gotta get a world tour. Is that your world tour, your girls tour? Because they were on tour at the same time. <gasps> it was so bad. <laughs> it was back to back still goes. And I mean like Meek Mill and um Drake have since made up. They even did a record together. And people were like, if if <laughs> I hate black people. They were like, if you could, if Drake and Meek Mill can bank back up, then you could talk to your TT that you haven't talked to in years. I'm like, that's not the same. Okay. <laughs> what I um what I will say is that you already know what I what I think is a, the craziest diss track of all time. I freaking played that for you. The warning by Eminem. Oh, that was crazy. When he did with Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Yeah, maybe that, that was, was 
insane. (laughs) I would say back to back. Huh? Go ahead. No, he literally took voicemails. Yeah, that was from her because she because she tried to say because a lot of people don't know Obsessed by Mariah Carey was a diss track to Eminem because in the video she had a guy that stalker in the video looked like Eminem. It was supposed to be him. So she was trying to because he said that he dated her and she was like, "Nah, we never dated." So she dropped Obsessed saying, "You obsessing me? You following me? I ain't even." you said you lying talking about we that we was together whatever so he freaking took the voicemails that she didn't think he still had and put them in the song i was like yo yeah see that was that was a lot that was it was it was was crazy it was wild i would say that back to back's probably not the best of all time maybe i think that one definitely comes in at number one but back to back is definitely top five like break drake was so disrespectful so um if if the audio is not in the episode because of words that we cannot let go out um which ones <laughs> imagine if i said them you're editing it <laughs> okay you leaving them in um right. then you have to look it up for yourself because it it's rude it's it's just rude okay um last one yep last one so i also wouldn't be delaney if i didn't mention my favorite band of all time mint condition um i literally like honestly could have picked any song by them and it would have been like fine but um i just saw it's like let me just pull one out of a hat um this song is called okay. you send me swinging <laughs> it's called you send me swinging it was released in 1993 okay birth year born year okay, here we go all right well, for you, yeah. <laughs> you send me swinging. Oh, you send me swinging. Yeah, but that's just a little bit. But every freaking song by them, I love. So okay, so my last one for this uh, category, we're gonna bring Drake right back. Um, I talked about this song before. It was on, it was on an intermission we did where I asked you if you know the words to every song, and you blew me away. Um, and this is Versace by the Migos featuring Drake. So the best of both worlds. Um. They're the same world, ratchet and ratchet. However, um, right, I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think. Mm-mm. I feel like Drake. Drake is hood adjacent. Hood adjacent. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's not ratchet. Yeah, but let me go. <laughs> um, so the cool thing about this, so the Migos released this track and poor little Offset was in jail. So it it blew what up. He go to jail for. I don't remember what he went to jail for. But I know that that was the last time he went to jail, which is why I like Offset so much. Like, he literally has not been back since. Like, he actually got, got rich. Because he got... <laughs> Where is the bar? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, my 
like, oh, he ain't even been back to jail. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? I mean, you have to realize who we are. We have to realize what we're dealing with. Like, the bar is low universally. Um, But he never been back to jail since. And I'm just so proud of him. And, um... <laughs> because they're proud of me too then i guess okay so basically what happened they wrote this song officer went to jail he got famous like the migos were kind of like famous or whatever because they wrote a, a, a song before this that i can never remember and then uh he went to jail and so he's in jail and like whatever the song is taken off and like i remember someone asking officer like do you tell people you was migos he's like for what so they could not believe me i think i was like just saying it so then he came out to a freaking bag because like um drake had remixed it like while they was in there it, it was just so nice okay so here here we go oh it's a clean version so you know explicit oh, for it okay <laughs> barely <laughs> I think I'm selling a million for sweet man. I guess I'm an optimist. Born in Toronto, but sometimes I feel like Atlanta adopted us. What the fuck is you talking about? Okay, that is so funny. Versace, we stay at the mansion when we in Miami. The pillows, Versace, the sheets of Versace. I just want a Grammy. I've been so quiet. I got the world like, what the fuck is he planning? Just make sure that you got a backup plan. Started a label, the album is coming September, just wait on it. This year I'm eating your food in my table, got so many plates on it. Honey, this TV at my house, I sit back like, damn, I look great on it. I do not put your new, don't ask for my take on it. Speaking of Lego, that drop out the pen up. This one, that call up Fernando, the move of piano. Can you feel like business business is strictly financial? Um. I looked it up and I'd see what he went to j- well oh he's been arrested a lot of times yeah um, he's been trying to hilarious um I mean I'm not I'm not saying nothing too like to something about that like people get arrested it happens um yeah, but I'm just saying I'm, while being black I, 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 right so poor offy um okay well let's not go that far um okay yeah he had he had felony conviction convictions for burglary and theft and some possession stuff he had a firearm in a school zone driving without a sus- driving with a suspended license inciting a riot wait hold on um, a firearm in a school zone a firearm in a yeah, school but it was, zone it was, but y'all can go into a school with a firearm i'm confused make it make sense right <laughs> um and it was a, it was a college too like so Columbine means nothing to them. Okay. Yeah, I would have fought that one. I mean, maybe he did. I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know if that's what he went to jail for, but this is just some of his arrests. Not but just some. You can't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of these is from this year, a couple months ago. He faced a felony charge for possession of three handguns and possession of drugs. Oh, from a previous arrest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember that, and I was I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, please don't go to jail right and cardi b was in some other stuff i'm like so y'all money fix nothing for y'all is what you're telling me i mean yeah but like when you yeah you gotta give people time to adjust you know their lifestyle y'all be y'all be like you so used to operating in yeah. the space where you didn't have nothing to lose now you have things to lose 
<laughs> yeah, and the thing with Cardi B, which I could tell, like she, like I mean, yes, the bars on the floor, but I could tell that she was evolving a little bit because this is gonna sound so bad. Because when she was just in jail, well, not in jail. Oh, let me take that back. What she was just in court for, trying to figure out, court for yeah, um, is so someone was beefing with her at some club or something, and she was like she like uh her little entourage she like hired some people to like beat the girl up and i'm like see this is a step in the right direction yeah. it's not you you hired okay, that's still it's that's e- still illegal but hey we're going to we're not going backwards you know so we're we're almost there oh, but okay. well, i, I really feel like we should that. give credit it's where credit breaking, is due it's breaking the law either way <laughs> okay but like to what extent are we breaking the law you know i feel like we're almost there is that not a felony it might could be but okay even, even honest, if it was like honest. someone for felony to misdemeanor but okay felonies to other felony <laughs> but <laughs> remember the felonies have classes don't they oh that's or, true they or do, do misdemeanors have classes oh you know what never mind i don't know what's true or not <laughs> i'm over here yeah <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> no i think felonies also have classes now that i'm thinking See? about it so she went from class one to class two. That's like going from first, second grade. That's real good. All right. All right. So for those of you who've been uh, seething, because um, it's classically black, not Drakely black, um, we are moving on to old pieces that we better from the broke. What's your first piece, Delaney? All right. So next up we have a bop from 1710 period um, what was they doing 1710 besides not washing their hands right we talking about <laughs> we talking about the first uh movement of vivaldi's concerto for two cellos in g minor um there are very few things by vivaldi that i will voluntarily listen to hey <laughs> you had to say all that <laughs> it's a bop here we go He did that. Ooh, for once, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, my piece is um <clears throat> Adagio in G minor by Tommaso Albanoni. So um okay. what? Y'all know? Oh it? no, I was just no. Okay, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. Okay, so um this piece is for strings and organ continuo and there's some tea on this piece people don't think it, he actually wrote it um they think that um this dude named reino Giazoda, he's a musicologist or was i don't know i didn't do it not that deep and he <laughs> cataloged a lot of albums me on, okay me on my essay <laughs> <laughs> this essay about bach 
don't know his dates who cares um <laughs> right yeah, a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> but uh he cataloged a lot of um album on these works so a lot of people think that he ain't write it but like in the same thing with cardi b we don't care who wrote it as long I as i was it just goes. about to say <laughs> like girl I was just about to say okay the cardi b a classical music <laughs> <laughs> yep that's who he is <laughs> here it is I could say some people say he's neo baroque because his, his dates are like he died in 1751. So, yeah, yeah. thick for baroque but um this is also berlin phil and um you know they probably not playing on cat good and yeah that's that what's your next piece um okay so this one comes uh from a range of dates it's bach so it um it was written somewhere between 1717 and 1723 um i'm picking one movement of one of his uh, uh cello suites because i mean i tried to pick one that's like kind of like that i like but i haven't talked about before mm-hmm. um so i picked the current from the fourth suite um and i'm actually gonna play a recording of a violist playing it because i just love the way she plays it it's all who is it airy and it's sarah ferrandez oh you like the um, airy um the fo- 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 well not like the, it's not super like you'll hear it it's but i just like the i don't know how to explain it it is it is kind of airy but it's not like that you know that one that's like okay when the baroque <laughs> you when know the baroque especially if you're trying way too hard <laughs> That was Catherine Brown playing. You literally um, just said who it was before you started playing <laughs> it. So figure it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my pick. 
Okay, so my next one is Telemann. He wrote t- these 12 Fantasias for violin. And Telemann's actually pretty slept on as a composer because he's actually regarded as one of the most prolific composers of all time, not just of the Baroque. Um, I don't want to say all that. However, <laughs> he did write... Um, he did write like more than Handel and Bach combined. He wrote these violins. Oh, that makes, that doesn't surprise me actually. It doesn't surprise you considering how much Bach wrote. That I, surprised I was, me. That's why initially I was like, what? but then I'm thinking of like he wrote. I'm thinking of like I feel like every single time I look up is some Telemann thing coming out the world works. I didn't know he wrote. That is true. Telemann wrote for the girls. Okay, um, he including these twelve fantasias. This is number seven um different yeah he has a lot of stuff like that where it's like a bunch of them in one like yeah. opus or whatever mm-hmm. he, it's called for t- telemon but yeah yeah even look at this number this is twv yeah that 40 semicolon 20 what that even mean dog that's my colon i mean yeah, i mean colon what did i oh, even okay. get a master's degree okay here we go okay. i'm gonna play the piece okay twv uh m dash i'm leave me alone <laughs> underscore leave me alone So the um it's like a four movement little thing. Um oh my god, it's real it sounds so much better on the viola. <laughs> I'm not trying I'm not trying to be like of course it's so better on the viola, but it, like it actually does. No, <laughs> 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 um it do low key sound better on the viola, but that's really, that's not the purpose of this excess. Okay, last one. Let's wrap it up then. All right, last one. Um, also Bach, also written between seventeen seventeen and seventeen twenty three. Okay, um, music colleges, the second movement. the girls could never. Okay. All right. Okay, Googleologist. Um, <laughs> you suck. Um, this is a second movement, a uh, Lago Manantanto from his double violin concerto. Um, and this is Isaac Perlman and Isaac Stern. So, but. Here we go. Oh, I also what, have a you know arrangement of this for two basses and piano, which who wants to hear that? Um, he not with Pinky Winky? What? Pink is Superman. He always be playing with him. Oh. Pinky. Okay. We're just going to play the... <laughs>
Hit just like it did in 1723. Period. Just like it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say something trifling about the smell, but we can move on. Okay, so <laughs> Okay, so anyway. Oh, you know what I realized? I was gonna I should put the Jesse Norman version. Let me see. I think I played it last week. Okay, so my final one is Die Hand Belinda by Henry Purcell. Um, and I talked about it last week. I might even played it last week. But um, this is from the Baroque era from his um, opera Died on Aninas. And I just really like this piece. And it's amazing. Um, and this is one of the works he's known the most for. It says he's the one of the greatest English composers of all time. People say that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna roast the English, so I'm just gonna play it. <laughs> Okay, that's the famous part, but <laughs> copyright, um, which we are well over. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm probably gonna be asking y'all, um, what are some of y'all faves? You know, from the broke, put us on, cause some of y'all be mentioning some composers, and I'll be like, girl, who? Who did? All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Who that is? My mom hates when I say that. So you say it all the more. All right. Who that is? <laughs> I mean, it really ain't no really reason to be pronouncing it in like all your, all your word. Like, right. people get what you mean. You know what I'm saying? You need all that. You need all that. Period. Period, pool. Okay. Uh, and we are moving on. Right to Black Excellence. Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there is room for everybody at the top. Who you talk about, Delaney? All right. So. This week we're talking about Patrick Daly, who we were just talking to the other day. Okay, Patrick. Yes. 
<laughs> and who we will meet uh, next weekend. Um, but uh, Patrick came to mind just because we've been corresponding with him um, about the festival that he's putting on in um, in Tennessee in Nashville, and he has been doing so much on his own for this so i'm like i'm super impressed listen i've prompt I've emails organization right so festival pianists much more than i could say for a lot of y'all festivals out there for, for a lot for, let's just let's just go out on a limit to the overwhelming majority he puts y'all to shame you should be ashamed <laughs> hold your head down in shame oh <laughs> thunder okay. black okay <laughs> Okay, black shame party, not black excellence. <laughs> okay, this ain't about shaming other people. I'm, I'm, he's just amazing. That's all I wanted to say. He's amazing. Right. Um, he is a countertenor, um, and who made his operatic debut with Opera Saratoga. Better. Um, right. He was their first con- uh, countertenor member of the company's Young Artist Program, and he was the first countertenor invited to Opera New Jersey's. Victoria J. Mash, ooh, what is her last name? Master Bruno, um, emerging artist program. Um, he's also played with, um, sang with. I'm so used to in- instrumentalists. Yeah, um, what's the last vocalist? Sang- a minute. Um, right. Um, he's also performed with a lot of different um ensembles like the Harlem Opera Theater, uh, Memphis Symphony Orchestra, Mid Atlantic Symphony Orchestra, Fayetteville Symphony Orchestra, Soulful Symphony. Come on in, um, Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. I mean, y'all need to program him, or uh, then your concert hall won't be empty. Just saying. I mean, um, you need to bring him back. Yeah, and this I mean, is that what really been got the first me. Thought. This right. This is what really got me on his bio. I almost fell out. He freaking okay. In two thousand nine, he sang a duet with Aretha Franklin. No, he did not. <laughs> no, he did not. I freaking fell out because this is what I'm okay. Let me just let me just break this down because there's levels to this. First of all, you're in the same building as Aretha Franklin. Yeah, that that alone. Then you're in the same room. Then you're next to her. Then you're singing with her. How? And you had to rehearse with her. <gasps> you had to rehearse with her. I just can't even imagine. What the heck? Aretha Franklin. What are you talking to us for? And you're singing next to her? You're a star. Like He's famous. <laughs> like, I just don't wow. even. I would be shaking in my freaking boots. <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would look like. I would, I would look like it was my first day playing the viola. If I, t- if I had to do that. <laughs> right this was um at the finality of the annual let freedom ring celebration at the john f kennedy center for performing arts um he has just so many accolades obviously this is he won a, f- a first prize in opera ebony's first benjamin matthews vocal competition <laughs> fall in line period um he made international debuts in the united kingdom um and uh in brazil performing the premiere of mark antonio e cleopatra um with the woodhouse opera festival 
um and the oh this is in another language so i'm gonna leave that up to y'all to read when i link his (laughs) 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 i link his website (laughs) in the description um He's a graduate of Morgan State University, and he received his master's in music in voice and opera from Boston University. He's currently um, on voice faculty at Tennessee State University, um, and he established the Big Blue Opera Initiatives and the annual Harry T. Burley Spiritual Festival, which <laughs> will see you there. Um, he also holds memberships, uh, a membership with the National Association of Negro Musicians and the National Association of Teachers of Singing um and Mu alpha symphonia fraternity of america incorporated so i will link his website you can um read about all the things he's involved in his events you can watch some videos of him singing make sure you tie your edges down as always we're working on getting a cement edge control for you guys to check out yeah because if your if your um, wigs have been flying off that's all uses like you right. ain't nobody tell you to be listening to this stuff with, disclaimer yep and y'all going out you're not secure you're not gluing the wig down you're not yeah, tying it down and now your stuff is peeling and you looking crazy right. so that's on you sis. i personally i personally use cinder blocks to weigh mine down i mean because it, after it, it just barely gets the job done just i barely. mean because after like the first couple of black excellences like i'm really tired of my hairline being parallel with my ears so i decided that <laughs> i would get myself on track right so Okay, so let's wrap it up. My piece of the week is um, Take the A-Train by Duke Ellington. It's a okay. popular jazz standard, but it like it is amazing. Um, so I will link that down below. We got any announcements? Oh, yeah, we're going to be at um, Harry Burley. Right, Spiritual Festival in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we will see you there. We're talking about black stuff on Friday. Um, right as always as and always saturday we're hosting a panel about black stuff so right um if you want some white perspectives in there too which will be a first for classical black <laughs> podcast no when i tell you when i realized when okay we were talking we were like okay it's gonna be three white people on the panel i was like I was, my mind slowed down i was like wait 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 because (laughs) (laughs) no because for real when i tell you it did not even occur to me that there was gonna be white people there because i'm just so used to classically black and like that's no like shade or anything like i'm not saying like it's gonna be white people there like i literally go to eastman yeah i had white people everywhere um (laughs) i had no idea and it's at tennessee state too so i just i just assumed that we was just gonna be blacking it up that's fine yeah still black it up no but that was very intriguing to me because i was like low-key like we discuss a lot of stuff amongst ourselves and you know you might and this is like a prime example of like you might be able to change someone's mind if you get into a space with people that are not like-minded you right know? Mm-hmm. and i mean not to say that some of these white people might be like-minded some of them may not be we will see this yeah. will actually be released so we're gonna try to record it and put it out for y'all to hear yeah hopefully we could figure that out um but if you're in tennessee the whole state period figure it out girl get it together you're in the south (laughs) come on out if you're in the continental u.s girl (laughs) get it on world i mean better pretend like it's pangea girl get over here oh okay (laughs) african pangea um but yeah we can we can did he post the schedule can we link 
something to the something yeah we can we can yeah we can link the page that they have online and the schedule and stuff you know when you just said pangea reminded me of i think it was on like family guy or something and it was south america it was like they were all personified Mm -hmm. and south america was like that's a lot of black guys over there he was looking at africa he was like he broke away he was like i'll be right back i'll be right back i was like okay okay (laughs) okay (laughs) oh y'all let anything on tv don't you yeah anything Well, I'm ready to go. So, right, same. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion, and a mystery suggestion, a new co-host for me, can you please email it to <laughs> Classically Black Podcast wow. at gmail.com and we will talk to you next week. God willing. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>